Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, again, good morning as you gather here this morning. You know, we wrapped up our series last week, Fear, Faith, and Uncertain Times. For the next three weeks, we're going to jump into the lectionary, especially because there are some high festival times to gather here and focus like on Ascension and Pentecost. Let's do that. We're going to do what we've been doing here. We've got a rhythm here. We're going to start with a question and give you an opportunity to respond and participate in this morning's message. And here's the question. In one word, how would you define love? Just one word. Now, I'm going to give you a little caveat here, and that is you cannot put Jesus or God. That's kind of a given. So think a little more creatively. One word to describe Love. You know, love is such an important part of our culture. We all long for love. We want to express love. We're searching for love. We want to live in love. You know, and think about this. I'll give you a couple one words and see if you can kind of figure out, you know, what this connection is. And this is all through music. So here is the name for you really quick. Beatles. Or maybe the Beatles. All you need is what? Love, right? We know that song. All you need is love. In fact, my kids are tired of hearing that song because it was stuck in my phone. Every time I got in the car, the phone connected to the radio, played the song. All you need is love. All right. Also, you talk about music. How about this? You too. It is a one word, you and a two. You too, if you know the song, in the name of love. One man comes in the name of love. Or about this one word, queen. There you go. Queen, if you know the music group Queen, Eddie sings, somebody to, what? Love. Well, as I think about love again, I think about the one words I can use. I can use words like, you know, wife, kids, you know, mom, brothers, you know, family, those kind of one words. But one word really comes to mind this morning, and that one word is rocky. Now, I know, you might be thinking, wait a second, what does rocky have to do with love? Well, just take a look at this really quick video clip. You see, this, this is our new puppy, Rocky. It's hard to believe that snow was just a month ago. That was April 17th. He was having fun exploring the snow, a little golden doodle. I mean, who doesn't love a puppy? They're so lovable and playful and hugging, and it's just great. Well, as we talk about love, we're going to focus on the words that we heard this morning. Thank you, Sue, for reading the scripture this morning. The words of Jesus in John 14, and these words Jesus speaks, he speaks these just before the biggest, greatest expression of love in all of history. As Jesus is talking with his disciples, he's preparing them for his upcoming arrest, the mock trial, the beatings, the crucifixion, his death, and his resurrection. And these are the words that he says. Let's read these together again. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commands. If you love me, keep my commands. You know, what, if you talk about, you know, love again, you know, what do you love? I'm going to give you a few words, and again, you probably now are familiar with Facebook. If you love something, you can kind of do an emoji, right? You do the heart emoji. Click the heart emoji. So I'm going to give you a word, and if you love it, I want you to click the heart emoji. If you love it a lot, just kind of keep clicking away there. So here's your first word, Broccoli. I wonder how many of you are clicking the heart emojis. How many of you are like, e yeah, no, not at all. See, like lima beans, if that was the one word, put lima beans, I would not touch the keyboard at all. Do not love lima beans. All right, let's do something else. How about anchovies? Yeah, maybe not so much. How about pizza? 
you know, pizza, no anchovies. Pizza, hot, gooey, cheesy pizza, fresh out of the oven. You know, whatever topping would be your kind of pizza, how many would be clicking away at the heart emoji? I love pizza. And this May, May is National Hamburger Month, so if you haven't already grilled some hamburgers, I mean, how many of you would say hamburgers, cheeseburger, whatever way you make your burgers? I love bacon ranch cheeseburgers. Mmm. You know, collect our heart emoji because those are some of the best things. You know, what about, what about um, family? I mean, how many of you just are clicking away? I love my family. You know, I just, I just, you know, just click that, that bar and, and just those heart emojis be flying up all over the place. Church family, Holy Savior, you know, I, I look forward to this morning when I pulled into worship this morning, there was 21, 22 turkeys here to greet me this morning. Not the quite same thing as I'm looking forward to being in-person worship. I look forward to being with all of you again over the next number of weeks and in months to come as we gather in the name of Jesus. Well, as we talk again about what it means to love, Jesus' conversation here, he really frames his conversation in love. Again, the first verse, the first words he says, if you love me, keep my commands. And then he wraps that up with these words here from verse 21. Let's read this together. Those who love me will have my Father's love, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Those who love me will have my Father's love, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Now, it's important that as we read this text here, because sometimes, I, I, as I've read and studied this text, I've seen where people have misapplied or misunderstood, you know, exactly the conversation is going here, and, and we begin thinking, you know, if, if I love Jesus, if I show love, then he's going to love me, but that's not the way it is. We know from Paul's word in Ephesians 2 that we are saved by grace. We are loved by God, not by what we do, not by how we love him or love others. This is an important truth, and I I want you to get this this morning. I I want this to to really sink into your heads, your hearts, and your lives. And this is one truth is this. We love because we are loved. Say that with me. We love because we are loved. Now say it again, but this time say I. I am, I love because I am loved. You are loved by the God of the universe. You are loved by the Savior who lived, died, and rose again. So a better way to understand the translation of John 14, verse 15, is this. And let's read this again. Since you love me, keep my commands. Did you see the subtle difference there? Instead of if you love me, it's since you love me. Because the Holy Spirit has worked in our hearts and our lives, you know, we love Jesus. We, we, we love because we are loved. And since we love him, we desire to keep his commandments, to follow his leading in our lives. And what is that commandment that Jesus gives? Well, if you look through John's gospel, the, really the only commandment that Jesus gives is the command to love. He's with his disciples in the upper room, and he washes their feet, and he says, you know, love, love as you have been loved. He says, love like I loved you. My commandment is this, love one another. Abide, stay in my love. And John is also this disciple of Jesus, the same one who wrote the letters of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, all written by the same guy, and they have really the same kind of theme, you know, interwoven throughout them. That we love because God loves us. We love because we are loved. So what does that mean? What is Jesus getting at? Is, is that our lives 
are a display of the love of Jesus. Our lives, what Jesus is calling us to, is to display the love that we have because of him. That as we share love, as we do things, as we say things, and we express love, we do it in a way that expresses, that displays the love that we have from our God, from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, it goes back to this one foundational truth about how we love and how we follow Jesus. Let's read these words together again. We love because we are loved. We love because we are loved. That's so important for us to understand. Now, in the, in the context of this conversation that Jesus is having, you know, he is talking also about his upcoming departure. Again, he's going to suffer, die, rise again. We're going to confess this in the Apostles' Creed in a little bit. That he rises again, you know, and then what does he do after he rises again? He ascends to his Father in heaven. This Thursday is considered Ascension Day. We're going to celebrate it next Sunday on the 24th. And Jesus promises that a, not the, but another paraclete will come. Paraclete is the word there. It means advocate. It means helper. So it's often translated as advocate or helper. It's kind of almost like a courtroom setting where you've got an attorney there as your advocate there to help you. So Jesus is the helper, the advocate for us. And also the Holy Spirit is the helper and the advocate for us. The Holy Spirit, the one that works through the word to give us the faith, to strengthen our faith, and then enable us to love as we have been loved. And this is how we can live out what Paul does as he expresses these same ideas of Jesus in Ephesians 5. Let's read this together. Live a life filled with love. Following the example of Christ, he loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us. Live a life of love. Live a life of love, you know, not so that you are loved. Live a life of love because, you know, we are living through and, and because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Living through his sacrifice, the love that he expressed to us. The greatest event in all of history, the greatest expression of love is the love that Jesus has for you and for me. It's a love that John, you know, again, talks about love. John 3.16, God loved the world this way. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. God so loved the world that he gave his son for you and for me. We love because we are loved. Now, what kind of love is this that Jesus has for us? This is a love without boundaries. I mean, there, there's nothing that, that can, can contain Jesus' love. And, and this is a love you know, without any, any borders. There's nothing that can keep Jesus' love away from us. And this is a love without exceptions. Jesus doesn't love us only if we obey his commandments, only when we follow him. He doesn't love us only if we're here in church, only if we're watching church online. Jesus loves us unconditionally. He loves you unconditionally. No matter how many times you have failed to show love, to display his love, he loves you. He loves us all. We love because we are loved. That's so important for us to know that, to, to truly own that and believe that in faith, that we are loved. And because we are loved, we love in return. So you know, a question you would think is, you know, how do we display the love of Jesus in our lives? Now, if you're like Rocky, that's, that's a puppy, in case you forgot our puppy's name. Rocky's a lovable, cuddly little puppy, and I just love, you know, cuddling with him. We play with him. But he doesn't always obey what you 
want him to do. If you've ever had dogs, ever had a puppy, you know. That doesn't work that way. We're much the same way. And I still love Rocky, no matter how many times he gets into things he's not supposed to get into. So we are still loved, no matter how many times, you know, we disobey our God. Yet God continues to invite us back again in his love to be a display of his love. And one of the greatest ways we display that love is living in that grace, that love, and that mercy that he has for us in Jesus Christ. You know, how do we display that love? How do we display it with the family that we've been hanging out with a lot more, you know, over the past number of weeks? How do we display that love as we go about and, and people are approaching this pandemic and, and opening the economy and differently than what we are? I mean, maybe they're wearing a mask and you don't think they should wear a mask, or maybe they're not wearing a mask and you think they should. Or, you know, how quickly we do things or how we react to things or how we post and respond to things that are very politically hot right now. How do we display love? Maybe as, you know, we, we make, you know, face masks so that those who have to be out in the back have face masks to wear. That's one of the things we're going to hear a little bit later in the service from Lutheran Family Services. And as they prepare to open up again and serve thousands of people in our communities, one of the calls they have is for face masks, those cloth face masks that some of you will be very skilled at making. Little ways that we can display, display love with our words and our deeds, our actions. How do we display the love of Jesus? Is first to know and believe that we, that you, are loved by the God of the universe. It's a love without boundaries, without borders, without exceptions. So as we talk about this love and living out this love that Jesus has for us, God's Spirit is poured out into our lives. God's Spirit is the one that enables us to know and believe that we are loved and to express that love to others in the name of Jesus Christ. So here's the challenge question for you as we come through this, this new week. And the challenge question is this. How will your life be a display of the love of Jesus? How will your life be a display of the love of Jesus? So how will you display Jesus' love in your life this week, this month, this year, each and every moment that we have? And know that when we fail to display his love, and we will, I do this with my family. I do this when I go in the roundabout. But he is a God who continues to love us. A God who loves us, again, without boundaries, without borders, without exceptions. A God who loves us in his son, Jesus Christ. We love because we are loved. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you that we are truly loved by you. We are loved, Lord, no matter how many times we have faltered and failed. We are loved most especially in your son, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the love that you displayed for us at the cross. And Holy Spirit, we pray that as we are filled with this love of our Savior Jesus, that we are become a living display of his love to those who are close to us, to those who are far from us, to those we know, to those we don't know, that we live in word and deed as a display of his amazing love. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.